0: On this episode of Resting Pitch Face we're talking about recruitment. We're focusing on outdated hiring processes, specialisms and what employers really think of those creative CVs. That's quite a nice story because there's there's a handful of people that have Join flaunt that have been brought into the business either by speculatively sending the CV or n- just not sending the CV at all, and it being conversation based.
1: The the I find the interview process that we probably all immediately think of the standard interview process of job advert. Oh, I fancy that. Put my CV in get invited to an interview two interviews maybe find out i don't think it matches our industry well it certainly don't in my opinion i don't think it matches our industry but not just our industry i don't think it's necessarily just a digital a marketing thing that it doesn't match but just speaking from experience i think you're right like conversations getting to know people fit wise um i wouldn't know what i'd be like in an interview now with like a real formal process wouldn't be for me
0: yeah it is it is a little bit broken formal i think that's coming on un, unstuck though i don't think there's many places that have like such a rigid yeah. interview process unless you're a big massive corporate as a graduate so, how many years ago was that? Fucking
1: hell, 10, ten. Ten years ago. You're faced with, like, grad programmes, you know, like the big KPMGs and all that sort of stuff. And I always fancied going into marketing Um, at that stage. That was all hot, the horrible process. I remember, <laughs> quite funny actually, <laughs> I remember having to do my first ever... So at one point of one stage of the process, the grad program application process for Morrisons was one stage of about fucking twenty five was a shoot a video like introducing yourself and then questions pop up on the screen. Oh really, And it pauses, video uh, capture pauses. And you scribble down some notes up for that question and then, it, I can't remember, say five minutes it might give you, then bing, we're recording again and you're back on looking at yourself. As a graduate, I remember sitting oh God. in the kitchen wearing a suit and just thinking like that compared to where, like when we sat down two and a half, three years ago in a coffee shop based on the fact that I said I'd been made redundant on LinkedIn and you spotted the post and we just had a chat.
0: I can't remember the specifics. I can remember the post, but I can't remember the specifics of... There was a... I think it was your brother
1: yeah, that commented. I, I think you said so, someone's comment resonated with you more so than the post, if you know what I mean, like relative to the post. So the post
0: was just, oh, I need to go back and find that. It was something that your brother said about a quality that you carry, like... I think it was either something like kindness or... Idiot. something that was it struck a personal chord to me that made me reach out you definitely made reference to
1: that when we first met or maybe not when we first met but very early on you told me well, that's an interesting way of getting a job putting it that way made redundant post it out on linkedin i had a fairly okay sized following and you <laughs> You know what it's like if you say you get made redundant you get lots and lots of recruiters which isn't a bad thing at that state you know when you when you've been put in that position from a then former employer um it's not a bad thing to have people popping up but the post did really well basically um but yeah you definitely referenced someone's comment and i think it was either brother or dad or someone like that family member um that's quite nice to look back on and think that was the way that I've ended up here now,
0: three, three years, two years later or whatever. It was It was definitely a reference in the comment. I'm pretty sure it was your brother, on a personal level, on a quality that you had, that was something that, for the role that we were filling, being the, the sales position, was something that I was so keen on that I wanted to follow up. Well, that's what happened,
1: didn't you? You, you messaged me got my email address but we exchanged email addresses that way I think I think and then we met within two days something like that had a chat you brought me back here to meet the guys meet the team that existed then which I can't believe the size of it compared to now and <laughs> um,
0: and that were it wasn't it that was that was how it worked I'm a huge believer in in that putting yourself out there, whatever guys that might be, sending your CV and putting a message out on LinkedIn, obviously that was your world and you had reach in that space. And we have people, several people that we've employed off the back of that and people that we employed on a personal level, above skill level, that now are some of the, the greatest employees that we've got that have been brought into the business on, personal level being a genuinely nice person and then seeing in them the skills that we think we can harness and leverage that are now absolutely smashing specialisms i love that if i could recruit every single person within the business in that same way and in that along that same path that would be ideal do you like speculatives as well then so you've not necessarily got Uh, position in mind at whatever stage we're talking about but you're getting if someone comes at me off their own back I will genuinely spend time trying to think where I could put that person within the business because the intent to work for somebody or to work for a company is the mindset that i want i think sometimes when people are getting into an industry or getting into a career especially out of uni i think a lot of people are on a path that's predefined because of what they're studying because of what they're (laughs) being told i think if you if you are actively putting yourself out there it's rare that you find someone that has studied to do a profession that is passionate about it that then finds themselves in a perfect position role-wise. Obviously, being on a course at uni and doing that and being skilled at something ahead of starting a role is is advantageous. Yeah. But getting into a, a position where you put yourself out there and someone takes that chance to put you into a role and build an opportunity around you. Longevity all 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 day long. Yeah, you're gonna do well there. You're gonna succeed there because you've got mutually vested interests. Both as the as the business and as the candidate. Yeah. And we've got we've got more than a handful of people that have come in that way. It's amazing to think like you. You're a big believer. and You're pro
1: speculative, um, emails, CVs, messages on LinkedIn or whatever, like you'd, you'd give the right candidate from the outside looking in the time of day. It's amazing to think of those, like my client side experience. So I used to work at Yorkshire bank who are now virgin or whatever. They, they just can't do that. They can't accept speculatives or they couldn't when I worked there. And it just, it's almost like a shame to think of both the graduates or the candidates who are missing out, going into an industry for whatever reason they fancy, and they you know, they, they want to be actively, um, getting themselves into, and unfortunately, there's red tape in certain industries that they just can't, you know, they can't break the door down. And can't, there's no time of day for them. That's a bit of a shame, thinking about it, because it's not, your approach, isn't everybody's approach, and we understand that Some industries have, rigorous. There's another word for that, but rigorous, you know, hiring processes. And there'll be some amazing candidates in there that just can't can't get beyond these stupid processes. And I guess we're fortunate, you're fortunate, to be able to offer a conversational help at that stage to the right people. But there's got to
0: be tons that are missing out. Well, yeah, I mean, that's another thing. It's becoming more of a rarity getting CVs through from candidates alone speculatively that aren't applying for a role and i i will always either look long and hard at how i can potentially bring that person in but if i can't then do that i will pass that along to someone that i think is relevant i've done that to, i've done that for clients i've passed CVs that weren't a right fit for us onto clients that I think are a right fit and it's just such a different scale to being in a position where you're hiring for a role where there's candidates coming in that are all putting the same information across to you versus the process of opening a conversation and having an informal process because I believe that that person could add value to the business and they're in a mindset where they want to be in a role or in a career and their intent at that point is they want to go after it, they want to do it and that matches us as an agency which is why I think it works well and it's just becoming, it's just we're seeing it less and less. I think employer branding is something
1: that's chucked around a lot, isn't it? But I really genuinely do believe, like, from a marketing perspective, we're going at it all guns blazing, both from a employer branding, a recruitment perspective, be it right now or in the future, um, and also from a marketing perspective as an agency and for, for the brand, the agency brand, and for new business purposes. But employer branding, for me, is a term that I don't know if I knew about it maybe five years ago, so a bit like personal branding is now the thing. Employer branding is massive, isn't it? For, for exa- per, personally, and I've not really hired that many people in my career, you have, surely employer branding ha- plays a big part in that, with it not being that cliche buzzword that you just chuck around like the the next bloody one that comes along.
0: So That's exactly what I was going to say. Going back to previous episodes where we've discussed myths in agency and that Forced, superficial view that people get of agencies how are, how are people that have never experienced agency life or that are picking a role that they think based on the information that they have at hand supposed to judge that's why you're seeing vast amounts of companies doing everything they can to make themselves look as attractive as they can from the outside in but what that is doing is stopping the urge for people to be proactive in seeking those opportunities the people that are in that position where they're seeking those opportunities are then doing their research and seeing so many people, agencies, brands, companies putting this shop window up that they're just going to end up spraying their CV out which makes the genuine opportunities where I would like to live when it comes to recruitment, just getting less and less. Yeah. And it's it's something that's happening more and more and brands have cottoned on, employees have cottoned on, talent pools are small.
1: Have you ever had any really creative you know, you see these on LinkedIn and thing. Have you ever been party to any? creative approaches not it don't even have to be wildly creative it's yeah, just
0: I mean nothing at the extreme end of no. the scale I've I know of I've never been on the receiving end unfortunately but I have received applications that didn't relate to anything right yeah completely didn't relate to anything and were even in a completely different discipline where I've still created a role I was going to say that to you I'm, I'm presuming there's a good ending here rather than just you, you get a load of shit and are a load of shit I've I've, I've, rec- I've created a role just based on the tenacity of the applicant and then being in the what I consider a luxurious position of being able to work with that person long enough to understand their capabilities and then put a path in front of them, which was mutually agreed, which they've then absolutely smashed and excelled at. So even if candidates are sat there thinking, this isn't relevant to the role that this business offers or the role that I want to get into, still landing it on the right person's desk will present the opportunity. I think candidates,
1: I've been there, you can get really disheartened and almost disillusioned then with the whole process you know you you kind of in your head you make those sweeping statements like what's the point in me putting this cv and at this point or speculatively thinking in this message sending this message because from my experience i'm getting nowhere but i think there's a message from what you're saying there that there are people like you and like us out there where they will genuinely read your email, your CV, your LinkedIn message, and maybe be, able, like like you say, you as a candidate might, might think that you're not putting the best foot forward versus all these other candidates, but you, as the hiring person, might be able to spot something in the middle of a sentence that they would take for granted
0: in their message to you, and you go, shit, that's intriguing enough. I know full well that I'm not the only person in a position like mine that would go out of their way to try and spot a skill or something that they can grab hold of that they then can apply to a role or a fit within a business i know that that i'm not unique in that i do that and i hold that in high regard but i'm not unique in that so exactly what you're saying there where it can be on the candidate's side of the table be disheartening I don't think those opportunities are slim, I think you'd be surprised at how many people would respond to that. You just have to do it, it's quite funny because we're talking about this in day-to-day
1: sales world aren't we, you you need to do it at such a volume but obviously you need to be in control of that volume so you, in other words the spray spray and pray type approach don't do that but for every 10 speculative approaches obviously it'd be amazing if you've got 100% hit rate and you get a reply but realistically you need to lower your expectations and expect you know one or two for example um, to respond to us the same in sales when we're thinking about outreach obviously to generate a new business the thing that I, w- I would pick up on if I'd have heard what you've just said there as a potential candidate or you know someone on the on the lookout is keep going with those speculative approaches and the and and trying to generate a conversation and look that be almost your objective as well if you're comfortable you know doing that i know some people would just want to go down a more formal route of waiting for a job advert put your cv in wait for an interview but like you said you know that you're not unique in that but there's enough there for me To take heart from if i was applying for jobs to go for it to definitely go for it yeah i think digital
0: is such a vast space getting into it getting into it at at, at any level is i don't want to say easy easy because it's not because when you get beyond a certain level you need to have expertise in a certain area but getting the opportunity to either gain experience in what you're wanting to do or open a door enough to get in at a company that will value you, should be straightforward, if you've got the tenacity to go after it. Put it in relative terms to other industries, digital is more of an open door. 100%, and I think, whilst there's a skills, shortage for digital there's also the opportunity to get your foot in the door and progress rapidly at speed digital a year in digital is 10 years in another industry think of some of the people that we work with 100%. perfect case studies for that so if you can if you can realize that you've got something to contribute to an area of that sector go for go it go for it fucking go for it 100% Follow resting pitch phase for weekly episodes.